We started Drop Two Off with none other than Mary Pryor. And for one reason or another, many things didn't work out this week, and the intro to this session was one of those things. The recording comes on in the middle of my introduction, but the reason it's not a huge deal is because we captured the conversation that took place, and of course that's the most important part because that's why we're all here. Now, if we wouldn't have gotten the conversation, that would have been another thing, and it would have been a shame because we really did have an amazing conversation, you guys. The day that we recorded, Governor Cuomo of New York announced that he's pushing for New York to legalize recreational cannabis, and Mary gave us her very real insight on that. We also talked about how to keep industry players accountable for addressing diversity and inclusion and social equity as a whole within their business, legislation, and other policies, whereas many of them now intentionally exclude or hinder black and brown people from entering the industry altogether. But all in all, there's lots of laughs, real feelings, and encouraging words on this session, so grab a joint and fire up as I talk with Mary Pryor. Take this moment to say that anytime I feel like I'm falling short of uh, my commitment and on the activism side, I picture her shaking her head at me and I get to work. <laughs> but um, she's the co founder and CEO of Canaclusive, CMO at Tonic CBD. She most recently launched a fitness brand. Um, but beyond her accolades, she's really about that action. Like anything you see her in the media or in social media talking about, she's actually about. Um, and I love that about her. It's very inspiring. Um, there really aren't enough words, everyone. So without further ado, I introduce to you the Miss Mary Pryor. Mary, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. Let's um, let's take away the mist because it sounds like I'm like about to like do some like um, some nannying I, for some I white people. I add the mist because it's set because it's sassy it's like miss mary Pryor. no okay, no I'll, say, I'll take it off i respect that i respect that <laughs> come and you're giving me the post-workout glow yeah i yeah i had to work out so y'all got me like nappy lace front and everything so this is this is <laughs> this is what it is at least your, i saw your tweet at least your knees working the young girls talking about they knees hurt at least your knees working okay i don't i mean i i if you have an injury cool but if you respond to a tweet like that and you know you have like a circumstance beyond like a, another reason like lack of self-care, don't do not do that. Like if you broke your knee in a car accident, duh, that's why your knees don't work. If you fell down a ski slope while roller derbying and being a skydiver and you was on Clubhouse, then yes, duh, that's why your knees hurt. Don't come over here replying to my tweet like it's insensitive. Bitch, you don't know what I've been through. I don't know what you've been through, but I know oh, you, you broke your legs and that's why your knees keep don't work. You, got you told everybody your knees don't work. Sorry. I didn't know you had replies on the tweet. Oh Lord. Oh, I'm 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 always I'm always down to be like, okay, so <laughs> you came here. It's time. <laughs> you came to me, so. But other than other than working out, how has your year been? I just saw that. Can you please let's get right into it? New York legalized recreational cannabis. Yeah, it's not. I don't. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> Give us um, the tea. This is the real tea, you guys. This just dropped, but you're gonna get the real. I wanna. I, let's figure out who's here so I can know if that's like a spy or like okay somebody from. Yeah, you know. 
I don't support advocating for bills that disenfranchise black and brown folks. Mm -hmm. So that bill still does that. Um, And uh, New York has a really messed up history with drug laws and how they over-police black and brown people. So I've kind of entered this phase of my advocacy where um, if it doesn't support black or brown folks and it doesn't make the industry inclusive, I don't care what they do. So I hope New York doesn't legalize and I'm gonna start being more vocal about it. And that's just what it is. If New York is trying to figure out why it's still in debt, that's New York problems, but don't use cannabis as your piggy bank because people aren't gonna buy your shit anyway. And that's how I feel. <laughs> Dink, I told y'all. I ain't gonna say it, but I told y'all that's why I call her the X Sheets. I love it. But <laughs> if you if you guys read issue two or if you're familiar with the industry, um, you know that Can Inclusive has done a lot for the community. Um, I know in short, it started with you and Tanya Brapley just being sick of being the only women of color in very important rooms and everything that goes along with that. Um, well, it started with myself, Tanya Rapley, and Charlize Antoinette as co-founders. Okay. I kind of just like went more full blast with it. Um, and we're still all like co-founders, like there's no like whatever. Mm-hmm. But now we're a team of about six, um, three more intimately. And that's um, Cassia, Arlene, and Adir. And then Sarah, Kendra, and Dion. Yeah, six. Um, and we just like, brought on some more additional team members that we'll be announcing next week to do some project work. Um, But yeah, we have a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline with like workforce development stuff and tools for people to learn. Um, We're gonna dive into more education on plant medicines across the board. Um, And we'll be partnering with like Sabina Project for Black History Month to kind of like do like a, more psychedelic plant medicine education item and take a break from like, the, I mean, every everybody at this point is doing what we want people to do, which is you have a cannabis thing that you care about, you're talking about it, you're promoting it, you have your own thing. Let other people do that, like, that's great. We're looking at different ways of having the conversation for the sake of our bodies needing way more support than what we know. So there's no need to keep like redoing the same thing over and over again. Like I'm glad that there are different platforms that are now out that are doing amazing things. Um, there's fully integrated, there's put color back in cannabis. There's, um, you know, there's Estro Haze, which is in its space for a minute. Um, there's a lot of new entities. There's you, there's Monazine. So there's a lot of women, women and men and black and brown folk doing dope stuff and like, keeping the conversation alive. So we, we, we're, we're looking at going in other avenues because you know there needs to be upliftment with a lot of these different other topics. Um, and I still agree. talking about the fact that we're not getting what we need done in the space in the right way is a big issue too, so. I agree. I, I was, um, I bought up Can Inclusive to say that I like how you guys started with a a relatively simple idea just to like add more diversity into that space. And then like you just said, like you, now you're so much more than that. And I think because like I said in the introduction, I think the cannabis industry 
is still, even though there's a lot of botched legislation and like even here we have some recreational bills on the floor that they blatantly say like, no, it doesn't directly address social um, inequity, but blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, why not? And so you, I have found- Oh, racism, that's why. Prejudice. I found in this space that you almost have to be, I feel like being, coming in so early, you have to bear the burden of being on top of the policies and involved with the policies. Like I realized that I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, starting the conversation and like destigmatizing that is very important for the decision-making process, um, especially right now. But if I actually, if I want my business to even survive in the industry, I have to know what's going on, you know, and like, you have to, you have to be active. You have to be in it. And so um, like I reached out to M4MM and um, Marnay here. She's doing a lot of work. She knows a lot of people. And she was like, if you need want to talk to people, like, look at those bills. Like, you know, you know, she was like in the most sisterly way, like, you know, helping me. And people will like people are very open and want to help you. Like if you're passionate about making like if you really want to make change and you are willing to do the work, like people will help you. People will put you in room. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've, if I see that you really want it and you're not just like, what's the best way to say this? Um, huh, I don't know what cannabis is going to look like in the next two to three years when it comes to um, black and brown people being fairly represented. I, I mean, like I, it's, it's a, I mean, when I look at the way that things are happening across the board for black and brown people outside of the space, you know, a lot of what we did last year with being in the street and painting Black Lives Matter on the fucking sidewalk or whatever, it hasn't carried over. And I'm not, I'm not an, I'm not a cynical person, mm-hmm. but I'm just looking at what the facts are, right? We still don't have justice for a lot of people that we were marching for last year. Um, We still have people like cops not being held accountable for what they do. Um, We still have people getting killed, um, no matter if it's warm outside or cold outside. Um, So when those things slow down, when all those promises that were made about being more inclusive aren't really reflected in Hollywood and aren't really reflected in tech and aren't really reflected in advertising. And, you know, we do all these mass movements to call for things and it's still not resonating and it's still not being done right. Mm -hmm. It slows down progression even more so in this space because the accountability is, is waning. And one of the things that we care about is keeping accountability to the forefront as much as possible, which is why we did accountability list and why we're getting ready to launch a report about what's happened since then. Um, Hopefully by March, that'll be the date for that. Um, But like, we don't- Can-occlusive, right? Yeah, can-occlusive, yeah. But we don't, I don't, I truly don't think that people understand how policies are devised to keep black and brown involvement at bay um, Mm -hmm. and disenfranchise people um, that are melanated in ways that are bigger than just like, yeah, okay, there's no social equity, but also there's 
more ways to criminalize people that have possession of the plant. There's more ways to like make sure, like there's a lot of stuff that gets tossed into this language. There's more ways to make sure people that aren't able to really get fully expunged. Um, they can only get expunged for partial things. Like it's, it's fucked up. So I don't have the expectation of change happening if I see that the pressure for demanding respect and demanding the things that make sense and all these other facets of life are not being held and not being seen as important. And so you just have to you know, look at the way that we have not taken ownership of that thing of keeping the pressure, but also look at you know, the things that we're seeing right in front of our eyes. I definitely am super sure that last week, if we even stepped near the gate of where mm -hmm. the Capitol was, we would have all gotten shot and killed. Yes. People, they got, people got let into the building to do whatever they want. And now we just get served and we laugh at TikTok videos of them being stopped at airports. When I tell you that is not giving me joy, it's not, it's just some weird placation and a weird memification of white privilege that still reigns and still speaks and still holds true with no kind of with no with no accountability being held to the people that have disrespected what they call the rights and privileges of the United States more than my black life. It was very weird. And I will say like <laughs> I saw a video, the video of the guy like smoking. I just thought he was smoking a cigarette. And then in my mind, I'm so just like cannabis industry, everything. I'm like, y'all, this is not an accurate portrayal. This is going to be the future of the cannabis industry if we don't <laughs> change what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, every, it was such a, I, people say I'm, it's foolish to still be surprised, but honestly, Mary, it just still, when stuff like that happens, it still surprises me because it's just like, it really shouldn't. <sighs> I know, but it shouldn't, you can't, you can't be surprised. I, I think, I really think that because of the little bubbles we exist in on the internet that we think. I mean, I don't exist in this bubble. I grew up in Michigan. I grew up in one of the most racist states in the country. Like when they tried to go kidnap the governor and all that, like, yes, that's that's what militia people do in Michigan. Like that was kind of like, oh, it's a Wednesday, right? Cause no one takes white people seriously when they're yeah. threats. They take yeah. black people seriously as threats, right? Right. So I, I'm not shocked at anything that's happening right now. I know it's gonna even get more surprising and more bewildering. Um, yeah. as this year progresses, because you have now the fear or the idea that these individuals who are getting removed from these platforms and getting their little platforms mm -hmm. to be racist and shit shut down, now they're going to feel a more emboldened way to be ridiculous, right? Yeah. And so, you know, like for me, I... I don't want to see Donald Trump tweet. That's why I blocked him when he got, before he got elected anyway. So I was never caught up in like Definitely arguing with the president. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never, I never had any of those things going on. But to remove the activity of people like that and to not understand, like, I kind of feel like we just uh, taking away places for people to congregate online doesn't remove 
the issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, mm-hmm. you know, like taking down racist statues doesn't remove the racism that exists within the police state. Um, you know, painting a street Black Lives Matter for it to get paint ran mm-hmm. over by weather and by roads. That's my least you know, favorite. <laughs> throughout that, I hated all of that. Like, you know, so, you know, you're holding festivals and dancing in the street on a Black Lives Matter mural when there's still no policy being passed to hold police accountable for killing it's black it's people. It's starting to just be very performative. and It's all performative, yeah. We're sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Um, well, on to <laughs> something that is a little lighter, but also in these times that we're talking about is necessary. And we've seen, I've seen a boom of is black fitness. And I know that you launched a company in 2020. Um, fit for I'm, a, I'm a co co-founder of a co-founder. collective. Co-founder of a collective. Yes. Get me right. Cause I know that people would be like, you was on there talking about <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm usually the one that is like very much like co-founder and advisor. I'm a co-founder of Fit for Us and an advisor, and co-founded it with Purcell, and then it's it's growing into this thing. And there's a lot more things happening with it this year. It came out of the response of all these things that we're talking about, like mm-hmm. black voices not being respected or heard or seen in you know wellness and fitness industries um and it comes out of the fact that like there's a huge lack of ways to kind of like talk about this new way of how fitness is evolving right like gyms are done i have a peloton yeah literally right here um i have like she gave us that post-workout glow (laughs) yeah i have um i have like weights and kettlebells in my other room like you know like I'm, I never liked the gym anyway. Like, and I'm not even like a germaphobe. But even before gym. Corona, I was not a gym person. I love working. I outside. love the gym, but you know what I don't like? COVID. <laughs> so what I don't want to get, like, what I don't want. Here's what I don't want. This is my top three things I don't want, and then we'll get back to the questions you had on the sheet because I know I'm taking this all over the place. This is this is about I you. I don't want to catch COVID doing some shit I knew I shouldn't have been doing in the first place. <laughs> Let me catch COVID doing some real like thugged out shit. Like I was out here with a, a gun, like trying to protect my people or, or let me get COVID. Cause like I saved a life, you know, like make sure when you do my GoFundMe, like you have like a fund for like what I did. Not I got go, I got COVID cause I went to Tulum on Spirit Airlines or I got COVID because I went to the gym. I was at the or club. I got COVID because I went to go have henny and hookah. <laughs> like I want, let me get like, let me get COVID with some like gusto Big in it. Bitty. Not like, not like me catching COVID because I want to go to the gym and have somebody breathe on me. Cause you know the nastiest people at the gym are the O face. So <laughs> and if you don't know what O face is, that's fine, everybody. <laughs> I okay so yes I like <laughs> that you did that you started fit for us because or then I started you know co-founded I'll be I have to be careful with my verbiage thank I you love that you co-founded fit for us um and so many of these other people that are fitness 
gurus or just love fitness and are like, I want to share this with my community because I think even just like I've always, I always do yoga and I always go for runs because I just have a lot of energy and I like, I don't even necessarily like to work out. I just like what those things bring to my life. Um, but there are a lot of people who don't work out. Like they go to a job and they sit down all day and they come home and then like, and there's no type of physical activity in their life. And that on top of everything that's already going on in the world and like all that, that, it, that literally weighs on your body, like off of your life. And so I like that there's organizations like fit for us that are just there to just be visible and to hold people accountable for caring about their well-being. I just want people to be able to run a little bit when the zombie apocalypse jumps <laughs> That off. part. I'm not, I'm not like, if you like, you know, like, like you can do yoga, you can do Pilates. It's not even about like being like skinny. Like I'm 5'10", 172 and I'm cool with that. I, I do Olympic weightlifting. Like my, I used to be, I used to model. I used to be really skinny, blah, 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 whatever. I'm cool. I like to eat healthy. I'm like pescatarian and vegan. I don't want to eat chicken and meat. It's okay. Same. But if someone was putting a gun to my face, I would eat some bacon. I'll tell you that much. Like there, there's, I wear fur coats. I'm not really vegan, whatever. The point is, is that don't judge me. The point is, is that I just want people life. to be able to run when the zombie apocalypse jumps off. Because if that, like if the aliens land and we didn't like do the communication good enough to make sure we don't get got or like if, you, you know, like if COVID is really like the vax, like not the vaccine, I'm not on that tip. I think the vaccine <laughs> is legit. I have, I have a lot of friends that are working on that as real doctors and they're black women. So trust black women first and foremost, but I don't know if like the next mutation of COVID is gonna turn us into like the zombies from I Am Legend. I'm trying to run. And if I turn into a zombie, I can't do nothing about it. I'm a zombie. I wouldn't know about that. Hopefully I go to heaven. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. All I know is I just want people to be able to make it. And, you know, like, I'm a try to go. So I need, I need a little. Mary, I can definitely see you being the person that like, I'm like, huh, Mary, I'd be like, you should have kept up. I told y'all, I told y'all I wanted y'all to be ready. Leaving Mary ain't, Mary is leaving all the dead weight behind, but you got to keep up. You I'm, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll pray for you while I'm running. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, somebody got to live to tell a story. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll live to tell the story. I'll pray that your zombification is quick, but I just want, look, we're, we're going to be indoors. Like COVID's not going away. Like it is what it is. I, we just have to think about a lifestyle of wellness that allows us to not feel ridiculous. Like, you know, this, like being indoors and mm-hmm. it's a stir crazy energy. Very much so. I, so like, you know, like exercise is more than just like, I'm going to use a Peloton or I'm going to ride my bike or I'm going to go on a run or I'm going to lift weights. It's more like making sure that your, your endorphins, your dopamine, your serotonin can still move around in your body and keep mm-hmm. things functioning and keep mm-hmm. like you're some type of mental support for what you have and some type of um, homeostasis. 
-hmm. it's not about I need to be doing like all this crazy like it's it's not it's, I don't want people to feel like they have to like do those things and be unhealthy and do all this weird dietitian it's, it's Weight Watchers whatever just mm -hmm. move your body um, that's that's the thing I would hope people care about um, and I, and I don't want anyone to ever think that fitness is just about a look it's about yeah making sure you you feel okay it's it's mm -hmm. really not about like do you want to do you want to look like you can't eat a sandwich no so don't worry about being skinny and being scared to have some pot belly if you can if you enjoy pot belly I don't know where everybody's from but pot belly is one of my favorite sandwich places I we have a pot belly here but I've never been like recently it just popped up but I've never been um, I, I one day because I was having a bad day I ordered mad pot belly and kept it in my fridge for a week don't judge me we're in a panini press aka a ponderosa <laughs> aka a pandemic so, wait so what do you get from pot belly this is a really good question I get the salads and I also get the um the veggie delight with like the thinned out bread because the bread be doing too much and uh, yeah. if I'm on my period, I will get two double chocolate chip cookies. Okay. So it's like a I'm lying, I get four. I get about four double chocolate chip cookies. Maybe five. Six. Wait, it's a sandwich place. It's a sandwich place. Okay. They have they have soup, but the but don't get the mac and cheese because the mac and cheese isn't hidden. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't be eating just anybody mac and cheese. They make it, <laughs> they make they make the white mac and cheese where it's like craft. Look at, look at where I'm pointing and look at the difference. Yeah, no, sounds um, cheesy. Mac and cheese be looking like, um, like it's the color of this box, like white. And is it like liquidy? It, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's nasty. <laughs> okay, so um, you mentioned, I forgot exactly what it was that you mentioned about, oh, when you said it's not just about like looking skinny, it's not just about a look, like being fit is a lifestyle. And it's something that again, in this Panini Press, we've all got cabin fever and stuck in these houses. The world is literally burning around us. Like you working out also is kind of like almost a a spiritual thing at that point oh yeah like um take me out of my head yeah so I have to think about like I, I don't want to think about it I, I want to be out of my head and that's what working out does for me mm -hmm. whether it's I yoga know. or you know I do a lot of boxing because again I'm trying to get ready for the zombie apocalypse <laughs> um, I need to take a box I have no I have no upper body strength. I got good lower body strength. I have no upper body if strength. We got to hop a fence. What you going to do? You got to get. I got, don't leave me, Mary, please. You got to bring your hand back. Pull me up. I've, I've, I've told, I've told my close friends like, yo, I'll leave you. I have, I'm dating this guy right now. And I was like, yo, you're amazing. I really like you. I really like him. Y'all. I told him I'll leave him. I did. I told him I'd leave him if he wasn't ready. I did. I told him that yesterday. Is that and you he was, encouraging he was him to work hurt. out? He does what he needs to do, but he's a um, he's he's a Pisces, much like me. Okay. So okay. when you choose like one thing over the other, it gets a little hard. It's hard to like um, 
keep busy. Mm-hmm. But I told him like, I'll leave you. So, like, and you should, and I want you to make sure I don't get left. So if I got to worry about you, like, that's weird. So the only person I wouldn't leave is my nephew. I probably, I would get eight by the zombies for my nephew. I ain't gonna lie. I- <laughs> I'm looking at you like. <laughs> I told and y'all, I Mary ain't carrying no, like, y'all better stop playing. <laughs> I have amazing nieces and nephews and, um, Look like if I go, what my little niece gonna do? She ate. <laughs> oh, Mary, I, I forgot how funny you were in person. Also, <laughs> okay, but okay. So I know for me, I like I use a little um, CBD. I'll have a little CBD joint before I go running sometimes. And when I do yoga, I like a little. I like THC, but I love a CBD joint when I run it just feels like it elevates it for sure for me THC when I do yoga I be thinking about all types of stuff they ain't got nothing to do with my problems <laughs> no for real I start thinking about like makes me like turn the oven off and the oven like and I know the oven's off but I'll be like I should make some brownies <laughs> And I'll be like in a downward facing dog, like THC, like when I do yoga, like if I have a full um, joint. Oh yeah, no, not a full, not definitely not a full that's, that That's bad for everybody. Yeah, no, definitely not a full, not a full one for sure. Maybe like a little, a little bow, but I like the, I definitely like the experience that cannabis brings in my workouts, but Yes. Okay. So we've been talking a lot. <laughs> um, and I didn't ask if anybody had any questions about. Yeah. Any- I think people may have questions. No one has questions. I guess not. No one. Wait, is your morning show coming back? Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. Um, I'm looking at bringing it back for black. I'm going to bring it back for black history month. I just want to let white folks do all their crazy shit right now so that we have something to talk about. (laughs) And um, I want to see how my favorite thing, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. I want to have a thing on my show starting February 1st where I get to nominate and show which brands are fucking it up um, when they talk about Black History Month. So like when the FBI does, you know, we love you MLK when they actually killed them, which is always cool on Fridays and stuff, you know, stuff like that. Just little tidbits of information. Why y'all thought we forgot. If like, if Snickers decides to talk about race (laughs) or like if Lululemon decides to, you know, open up the floodgates on racial issues in our community, um, you know, or if like Lululemon just sounds like something that is not a part of the community. You know, I, I really, I just want to like, I just want to see it, you know, and I think it's going to be even better this year because like people are going to be like, still like potentially remembering what happened last week. And like, mm-hmm. you know, if more stuff happens. So I'm pretty sure that somebody's gonna like make a commercial about fried chicken and then fuck it up for everybody. It's gonna be great. I, this like the CNN, month. did you see the CNN article? About chicken? No, 
<laughs> no, it was like unemployment is down. Oh yeah, they use a black doctor for the unemployment photo. And it was like, why of all the pictures? Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to talk about all of that. Do you know if New York State will have public hearings? No, they're not. So the public hearings that they had already were two, almost two years ago. And at this point, there's no public hearing. They're just focusing on the bills. There's literally like, they're not, they're not doing it that way. There'll be like online lobby days, which you may or may not be able to do with someone. And certain Senate offices are doing private meetings with people. Like people are going up to Senate operated like offices within the state, whether it's in Albany or um, in like New York proper. But, um, you know, with COVID still being a thing and, you know, the time for public hearings, unfortunately, is over. It's been over for two years. So they're just like writing bills that are trash. And hopefully we are able to let senators and assembly members know through communication and through emails that these are not acceptable items. And if they're going to whack with this, then again, I've, I'm so tired of people jipping and disenfranchising us that I'm just kind of like, so I don't want it to be legal. I just don't. I don't want it to be legal and then make things more worse for black and brown people. I don't. I early on, that was my feeling, but I felt like I didn't know enough about the industry or like whatever, but I do feel like it's, it's almost at this point kind of just better where it is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe decriminalize. Um, it's better. I, I'd much rather you decriminalize, but yeah, I'm just not able to support not just, I, it's, it's because so I know how this industry works and I know how like all these other industries have worked like within tech and advertising and I know how we're all getting played. I'm over it. I'm over it. And I've seen it. I've seen all the promises. I've seen so much. I'm over it, yo. I'm so over it. And I really want people to start reaching out to people that they know. Sorry, when it comes to talking about this, because like, it can't just be me. It can't just be you. Like, it needs to be more people. These folks don't think that we know anything about how this industry can really benefit and work for us. And it it's it's hurting us. Yeah, I agree. A lot. I, so from how do you even like my step towards like being more hands-on with like, hey, this is what you can add here or like consulting with businesses and doing all that is yes. reaching out to Marnay, well, doing the consulting work, but I wanted to reach out to Marnay to say like, okay, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a per. I'm not into politics. Like none of that. I'm very like. You kind of gotta be, girl. Like we kind of gotta like. But that's what I was gonna mind. say with cannabis, though. It's not. It's not even necessarily that I'm interested. It's just that it literally. I understand how some people can be so involved. Like even in like, like when my grandparents sat in like legislation for like little for their farm like me farmers meeting. I don't know why what exactly it's called, but they were farmers and they were so involved in it. And it's not even necessarily that they were political people, but like it's literally affecting your well-being. So why wouldn't you be involved? And even with stuff like I mean, the general elections and your locals and state 
elections like you kind of you have you literally it, it makes cannabis made it make sense to me that you have to be involved because I think you, you got to be involved in even life. in your everyday life let's take let's take cannabis out the equation you're a black woman I'm a black woman when a policymaker decides in Missouri that this and this and that is legal and you know uh gerrymandering fucks up more stuff when it comes to black and brown voting and certain school districts get disenfranchised with things that they need all of that is like policy decision maker and lawmaker like decision making we have to be active in every facet, even as we live our lives. It matters when it comes to how we pay our taxes, what they tax us with. Um, you know, even like in New Jersey, I remember they passed a law where like they wouldn't allow people to get their hair done by, um, they, they can't get their hair braided unless they have a license. Like a lot of different stuff that's made mm -hmm. in these like bills and stuff like that. Like it's a part of our everyday life at this point. Yeah. Um, it's not even about just like cannabis. Mm -hmm. As a melanated woman that actually cares about social change, mm -hmm. I know that for me, I will always be treated differently as a melanated individual, mm -hmm. no matter where I am. It's not just a US issue. Like yeah. I have people that romanticize being in Paris. Mm -hmm. Racism in France is on some shit. I've lived that there. Always my, it blows my mind when people think that. I'm like, what world are you living in? Yeah, racism in Europe is, 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 is you know, it's is some shit, um, you know, and conversations around race don't happen as freely if you're living in Dubai or living in China. Yeah. Real. China's all about class and castes. And well, well caste is really about that within India and mm -hmm. Pakistan. Um, so like, there's a lot of different levels of isms in different parts of this world. Um, I just say all that to say, I can't run away from my skin color and I'm not trying to. And I don't think that everyone who's even in my skin tone or tonality even has my best interests at heart. Because there are a lot of politicians that can be melanated that are selling melanated people up the river, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like understanding what policies are is a item that transcends race, gender, caste, class, everything. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of, every, of our daily lives. So, you know, when people are like, well, I don't want to be a part of cannabis because I have to be civically active. Well, if you are talking about the fact that you don't like what's happening in this country, you're civically active. Like it's not even about a, a cannabis issue. And um, somebody actually asked a Q&A question, which was, what is an O-face? And I want to make sure that I clarify it. I actually said O-face and an O-face is um, the old school 70s word for a uh, white person. So I just wanted to clarify that because it was asked um, and I'm going to make sure I uh, I answered it. And that's what I did. I'm like, I always suck at, this is why I have Jaleesa. So Jaleesa, I'm in the chat. Where where are the Q&As? <laughs> so there's a Q&A box. I do uh, answer live. I answered it live. 
and we did it. There's no more open questions. Okay. Okay. I had my box like minimized. It's okay. So I didn't have all the things at the bottom and I like missed so many of you guys' Q and A's in the last ones. And I do apologize. Each one teach one. Exactly. Well, if you guys don't have any other questions, um, I feel like that was an amazing word that you just left off with right there. I feel like you always just have something impactful to say for the girls. I told y'all it was going to be a good one. Find me on Canaclusive or find us on Canaclusive. We're available there. I appreciate everyone sticking around. I do hope that everyone is safe. And if you've been affected by what is happening right now, I do want and hope that you're uh, situation can change. And if there's anyone that's been affected by what's going on, uh, I hope that there's peace that comes in a time that makes sense for those things that have happened in healing as well. Well, you guys, that is it for tonight. Mary, thank you so, so much for sharing your- Oh, wisdom. you're welcome. I'm so proud of you. I'm very, very, very excited. I'm so Thank glad you. you that means honestly that means so much coming from you because I like I was telling all my friends I'm like y'all have to like y'all just have to listen to her speak okay you're gonna love it so that means a lot coming from you um and like I said I definitely anytime I see like you on my timeline and I'm foo-fooing around and you preach I'm like oh let me get on it <laughs> let me get on it for she called me out <laughs> and also um, everybody stay off clubhouse and that's all I have to say about that. I haven't been on there recently, but okay. No, don't, don't, don't do that. that. I'll take that. Um, you guys join us tomorrow. Tanya Gonzalez. We're going to, Jaleesa is going to drop them in the chat. And then on Thursday, we're talking to Shabad Diaz. Um, Shabad Diaz Muhammad, excuse me. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you, Mary. And I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their evening. Y'all be safe and thank you.